Hi, welcome to the Real Estate Roundtable, where we discuss all topics real estate. I'm Nick Aarons. Hey, and I'm Steve Crowley. I'm Darren Shepard. And I'm Jimmy Reed, and we're your hosts. Nick Aaron's here with the Reed team, and we're talking today about the housing bubble. Is it here? I don't know. Does it exist? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know either. But we're hearing a lot about it. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm asked, uh, it seems like every other week I'm having a conversation with somebody who brings it up. Sometimes it's a professional. Sometimes it's, a lot of times it's actually our buyers. It's our clients, right? Oh, yeah. Sellers. Mostly buyers. Mostly buyers. A right? friend of mine just sent me a YouTube video and said, hey, look at this. Right. A YouTube video of some, probably someone, not even in real estate, but yeah. Nope. Not a, <laughs> look the guy up. He's not even a realtor. He's not licensed. Right. Yeah. I was guessing, but okay, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> but, but that's typically what it is. Well, I guess, I guess, first of all, where does the bubble, what is a bubble, right? So, um, a lot of us, I think you may have not been in the business during the last downturn in 2000, you know, the early 2000s, right? 2008, 2009, yeah. 2010. I was, um, and that was definitely a bubble. Let's, let's just determine what a bubble is, right? Yeah. So a bubble is typically what it describes as something that's eventually going to pop, right? It's going to pop. Can't, it's not sustainable. Yeah. It can't withstand any more of whatever's going on. Yeah. Right. What is the difference, in your opinion, knowing what caused that bubble and what caused it to pop, you know, in the early to mid, early 2000s? Yeah. What was that well, about? Well, it was kind of the perfect storm of a lot of different things. Uh, for one, there was what's called predatory lending. Mm -hmm. A lot of people went to jail for bad mortgage practice. And a lot of people didn't go to jail. They probably should have went to jail. <laughs> Well, we're, we're going to leave those names out of here. Though. Anyway, yeah, yeah sorry. Um, so a lot of that was going on. Um, there were, there's classic stories. You can go online. There's all kinds of them. Uh, people were paying $5,000 a month in their mortgage when their total income was $4,000 a month. Right, right, right. Just, it didn't make sense. Right. Yeah. Um, not only that, but people were doing cash out refis. So 89% of homes mm -hmm. had taken money out of their equity. Mm-hmm. Mm. Meaning, so they were in a bad equity position. They hardly had any equity in the home whatsoever. I know you're, so let me just, yeah. let me preface this by this in case we have, we get a bunch of questions or comments in the thread or even emails or sometimes text messages afterwards. People are like, are you kidding me? Where'd you get that information? We've got a lot of data. This, we're not shooting from the hip. We're going to post this uh, information from the resources, from Dodd-Frank, from, you know, keeping current matters and some of the bank, the bank yep. information that we have. So yeah. just. Just trust, we're not we're not shooting from the hip. This, this didn't <laughs> come from like some 19-year-old YouTuber's account we're getting this information from. Sorry, go ahead. Um, right now, it back in, tw actually, well, back in 2020, only 30, 38% of homes had done cash-out refinances. Wow. Meaning a lot of people have a lot of equity. Right. Meaning homeowners learned their lesson is a hole in this country. Mm -hmm. Don't pull your equity out for vacations, for cars. Oh, you're not supposed uh, to do that? No. Oh, okay. Come on, I've been telling you this for years. Oh, darn it. Dude. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So people just aren't pulling money out of their homes. We There's a lot of equity in homes. Right. And so what happened in 2008 is a lot of these mortgages were up. Uh, what they were in uh, what's called adjustable rate mortgages. Right, right. Meaning after that year's, that five years up, yeah. your mortgage rate starts to increase. And that's where, just for context, everyone, that's where we're they were being qualified. A lot of these people were on these stated income. So whatever you stated your income was, yeah. they didn't verify. 
It was verbal. It was verbal, <laughs> right? Yeah. And then so they started at a, before it ballooned into these escalating rates, they were starting at $3,800 a month mm-hmm. when they only made, even though they stated they were making $150,000 a year, this is what happened. They got beyond what they could actually afford, yeah. and that's where the defaults happened, you know? So anyway, there's the context there. Yeah. So when... Um, when a lot of those payments started to go up very quickly, mm-hmm. people said, hey, I, I got to sell my home. I got to do something. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. However, they didn't have any equity. They pulled all their money out. Right, right. Exactly. But they, got, but they got to ride in the right. Lamborghini. This is true. Yeah, they had all the toys. Yeah. <laughs> they might not have had it very long. Yeah, that's right. But, um, but essentially what happened is there's no equity in the homes. Right. A lot of these bad loans were up. A lot of foreclosures hit the right. market. Right. We're just not in that situation. Yeah, there's more equity today. So the difference is, t- the takeaway is, there's more equity today than there's ever been in the, in, in the history of the r- real yeah. estate market, really. Yeah, just over the last 12 months, the right. average homeowner in California gained $117,000 equity. Boom. So right. if you had $117,000 in your home, would you sell it or would you let it go to the bank into foreclosure? Right, yeah. This is a question. no-brainer. Yeah. Combined with low inventory, now as we're transitioning from where that was you know, 15 years ago now till now, Mm -hmm. there's a big difference, right? And there's been 15 years of strong growth in the housing market, right? The difference is today, uh, there is no inventory there. We're going on three years of no inventory, right? And uh, the demand is fierce. I mean, just this weekend, we brought on a property here uh, on the team, like we do every week, at least one or two properties, and we ended up with 44 offers and well over $100,000 over the last appraised val- value home in the, in, the, in the track. Well, that just shows the incredible amount of demand that is still in the market today. It's still ferocious, yeah. right? Regardless of where rates are going. What's interesting, even we, you and I were at an event recently, you know, and in 2000, in the year 2000, rates were at 8%. Mm-hmm. 8.05 percent in 1999 they were like at seven and three quarter percent right yeah. go back another decade in the late 80s they were up people were with perfect credit with mm-hmm. 800 fica scores they were purchasing homes left and right at 15 16 17 percent interest rates and home prices were still on the way up and with those rates up. right exactly so typically what happens is you know in this kind of a market, it still just stays the same. I think what, if you're listening to this and you're wondering, you know, where, if this is not a bubble, then what is this? What is predictably going to happen? It's just sheer economics. Is that while, I think you even had some notes as far as, you know, income percentage of increase in incomes, right? That's somewhere between seven and 10%. Yeah, Um, as per the Fed jobs report, Mm-hmm. Uh, last year, wages are up 10.5%. Mm-hmm. In 2020, wages nationally were up 7.5%. So right. wages overall are up 18% in two years. Right, which is massive because we're not going to do we're not going to do the amortized schedule on yeah. a screen behind <laughs> us right now. But what what is massive when you consider right uh, property values have probably gone up double that right. But yeah. you're not buying the property cash. You're paying an amortized, you know, uh, mortgage payment yeah. on that number, right? So, but still, still yet, people are going to hit what's called a ceiling. 
So on a curve, it's not going to keep going straight up. It's going to slowly start curving at some point. And I'm not here predicting when that's going to be, but it's just basic economics that at some point, people's income are not keeping up yeah. with what I call the Manhattan effect, right? Pretty soon people got to move out onto the island or up north into Connecticut or over into Jersey because Manhattan's just getting too expensive. Yeah. Over time, that's just what, hap that's just what happens, right? Yeah. In the very expensive areas. But it's not going backwards. A, pro a property values go down on the way up, ultimately. But with 40 offers on the table on your property, for right. example, mm -hmm. what are those other 39 buyers going to do for the next one? Right, and that's really what it comes down to. Are they going to lowball it? Right, Or no. say, hey, no. I didn't even step up to the plate to compete. Nope. Let's go compete for the next one. Right, and then the alternative is this, and this is why people are willing to do it. Rent prices are exponentially growing, you know, like never before. I've been in this business for almost 25 years. I've never seen... Uh, rental rates go up like they have, yeah. right? And so what are people going to do? Leave their good-paying jobs? Probably not. Probably not. They just pivot. They make different decisions. They make different changes in their lives to be able to accommodate for it. And this is the history of real estate. Yeah. This is nothing new. This yeah. is just, it's just a di at a different, you know, we're just different economics today, period. Yep. Right? So the answer your, to your question is this. I would say half of the 44, right, uh, they stay in the game. They keep looking until they find something. They borrow money a lot. I, I would say 10 of the offers that we had on this just, and it happens week in, week out, but just on this case study, 10 of the offers out of the 44 had gift money. In fact, the, the offer that was ultimately, re I think, received mm -hmm. um, the best from the, the, the sellers who they wanted to choose, it was gift money. So what you're going to see is more and more because parents want their grandkids around them and so on and so forth. People want to stay around family. Yep. People are willing to do that. They're, they're willing to invest. And we're seeing that more now than ever because oh, yeah. of rising prices. And like you said, I'd, there's a lot of equity yeah. so people can do it. I'm seeing that right now. Um, there's a there's a young married couple. I helped them buy a property in Irvine. They're mm -hmm. actually buying new construction up in L.A. Mm -hmm. And they can afford both mortgage payments, mm -hmm. So, but they didn't have enough money for the down payment. Right. So rather than pulling money out mm -hmm. through a, a cash-out refi, they're borrowing money from mom and dad for the down payment. Right. After they move in, sell the Irvine property, pay mom and dad back, right. and they move up there. Right. And people get done what they want to get done. And yeah. the money stays within the family. This is this is all normal stuff. So so I think what we're going to see is more of a correction as far as affordability. It doesn't stop. It doesn't end. Historically, yeah. it continues. It continues to go. But in order for there to be a bubble, there has to be something that is unsustainable in these people's incomes. Right. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. so what they're, what they're, how they're earning their income, how they're making their money to pay for their mortgage, there would have to be a lot of corruption and fraud there. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right. People would have to be out of jobs. Out of jobs. Or their wages would have to be going down. And even We've, so, they could sustain. Unemployment historic yeah. lows. It's exactly. at 3.6%. In exactly. 2008, it was up right. 7, 8, 9%. Right, right. right. Yeah. Even though everybody and their brothers out there saying that, uh, hey, sorry, I normally takes a week, but it'll be uh, 12 weeks because we're, we need help, right? <laughs> Everyone's got yeah. help wanted. I think McDonald's is paying $45,000 a year now. Dude, dude, there's a restaurant up in Dana Point. Right. They're paying dishwashers $21 now. Right. See what I'm saying? It, yeah. Should we do that? Moonlight? Maybe. Maybe. Anyway, so we'll do a podcast <laughs> on that next. But, you know, jo <laughs> job opportunities here in South Orange County. <laughs>
But seriously, there has to be an unsustainable factor that, and we'd love to be able to hear from you guys, that really clearly outlines, mm -hmm. you know, what the bubble is. First, f just to go back, you know, and, and remind everybody, a bubble is something that is unsustainable and it eventually is going to burst and pop and everything's going to fall to the ground. That's why they call it a bubble versus a ceiling mm -hmm. or v versus a recession, right? Yeah. There's other, there's different types of economic uh, experiences, if you will, uh, just to keep it, it, everything at a pretty easy level to understand that affect the real estate market. Oh yeah. But what, but someone has to share with me because I, we ask all the time. I mean, our team will do, you know, 180 transactions this year, about $170 million in volume. And we work with people way smarter than you and I every day. Yeah. Right. And when I ask that question, nobody has the answer. Yeah. Well, there's one, there's actually one thing I hear all the time. What's that? And it's what goes up must come down. Oh, yeah. That's, that's the law of gravity. Newton created that about gravity, yeah. not about the housing market right. in today's yeah. current economy. Yeah. But it's a soundbite, too. But it, it does. It sounds great. Yeah. We've all heard it a million times. Right. But it, has n it doesn't get into the dynamics of what creates right. strong fundamentals of a housing market and a strong economy. Right. So we'll probably include a graph or two or maybe several, you know, from uh, companies like Keeping Current Matters that, that, that track all of this stuff from the banks uh, that help everybody untangle the knots on what the truth is because, let's face it, this country is tired, exhausted right now at this point um, from being fear-mongered, right, and, and trying yeah. to be controlled by fear. And, and we're, we just approach real estate in general, how we coach our clients, is through facts, through data. The data doesn't lie. People do when they're trying to manipulate you. Yeah. So we're data junkies. We really look at what the numbers are. We track and measure everything that we do. Yep. Um, so we really focus on that because otherwise you and we're affected by it too. The whole team is. Oh yeah, exactly. You know, and, 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 and we're dealing with right. other people's economies right. and other people's wealth building strategies. We, right, right. we can't guess with that. Right, it's too right, important. Right. Yep, for sure. So, so if you're interested in learning more about that, you can click on the, the link. You can check out the, uh, the attachments and some of the data that we have, the data points and more that we didn't even get a chance to talk about. But, you know, wouldn't you say in conclusion that it's your opinion that, you know, this is not a bubble that don't don't fear the bubble isn't there a song don't, don't fear, fear the bubble. bubble oh is that no i'm sorry it's, it's, i don't know something, something like called that. don't fear the reaper <laughs> that's so sorry okay anyways uh the point is don't fear the bubble right uh and if and if someone out there it can and share with us enlighten us please right here yeah. on the page please do we'd love to hear more about it but we would agree with anyone that's going to say at some point at some point there's going to be a leveling off. And that's only because of interest rates on the rise. But if you look historically at the real estate industry in general and in the markets, what's going to happen, whether it's it's never politically motivated, by the way, I just want to say that. It's never politically motivated. They don't mess with interest rates for that kind of stuff. The Fed never does that. But if they did, that means at some point they could possibly come back down because mm -hmm. hey gravity right what goes yeah. up must come down but anyway <laughs> historically it always does as they climb and when they come back down what do you see a big refi boom right because what happens with after every single recessionary period what right. happens with interest rates right it, right they drop they drop exactly 
So do your homework. We're going to help you. We're going to give you a little bit of uh, homework if you're interested. Feel free to reach out to us if you're a professional, if you're in the business. We'd love to have your opinion, even have you on to the show and and, uh, discuss your thoughts, your viewpoints. We're just open to anything. We're not dogmatic very much. Um, Try not to be. Yeah, try not to be. Except maybe about our dogs. But other than that, we're here to we're here to help you. We want to be uh, open to your uh, thoughts and your points and your views. Views. So please reach out and chat. Thanks, Nick. Yep. I appreciate you as always. You're a you know consummate professional. Thanks, Jimmy. See you guys next time. See ya. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Real Estate Roundtable. If you'd like to connect with any of the sales partners here on the Reed Team, our information is below, and we'd love to chat with you.